Hey, this is Flip Gordon. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is our all-in hangover. I guess we're not. It's not an all-in hangover. We're still going. We're it's still the going. after party. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the all-in after party, guys. Woo! Everybody, break, break out your streamers. Break out those noisemakers. The lucha. Our new party. champion. Well, I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating my new champion. My new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. One. Yeah. Who goes. you predicted against? You know what? I did, and he proved me wrong. He, he'll probably exile me. From the Bullet Club. I hope he doesn't find out. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. Who are you, by the way? I was getting here. One of the biggest Cody fans on earth. My name is Corey Smith. I'm your host today for the for the after party. Join all in the in studio. Post show. Join in the studio, the Diamond Studio, where we were watching All In live on Fight well, TV. Well, we watched a part of All In. No, we, we watched ninety percent. We watched ninety percent. Ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven percent of it. Five point five. Considering how mad, uh, how of, fast that last match of was. the main show, no pre show. Yeah. We saw a little bit. We of the saw. We saw. Uh, yeah, we I saw, saw all the. I saw the front end of the pre-show. You guys saw the rest of the. Okay, pre-show. that's good. And then none of us saw the main event. Yeah, because fuck fight TV. Um, but like I said, I'm Corey Smith. Who are you? I'm Michael Vergara, oh, and uh, and fuck fight TV. Jose Osegueda. Huh? I'm indifferent. I just say ask for your money back. How are you guys today? Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay, listen. I'll like, ask for your money back. How about that? Like. That that was like okay. Let's, you should, we should probably just like explain I, this like, I right only, off the bat. Yes, when we were watching, we were watching all in. We got pretty much. We we were watching the event. Uh, our opinions. Second to last we'll, of the match. We'll go. Up. We'll you know we'll go through the show and all that stuff. Oh, but yeah, as soon course. as the main event happened, you guys, you two guys, would just want to get coffee. And the main event was <clears throat> was the main event was between. Uh, Kota, okay, so it was uh, Kota Bushi and the Young Bucks versus the Golden Elite. Yes, the Golden Elite versus Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito. And, and Bandito. Yeah, I couldn't even tell who was on whose team. Oh, because it's the, the Luchas versus... No, masks uh, I'm talking versus about the, no masks. Uh, I'm talking about what we streamed. Because, okay, uh, because we... Well, thing is, what we couldn't watch it because the damn Fight TV stream just kept on buffering, and it kept on trying to catch up to the live, and as soon as it caught up to the live, it buffered again instead of just... Instead of just you know re- resuming the stream and just working off from there, right? It's unfortunate. It sucks, dude. Like I'm surprised you are not like as pissed as I'm about this because you know let's give it up for Corey fitting the bill on this. Yeah. Oh well, thank $40, you. Forty dollars, even though that's fine. You yeah, you, you, you bought my Jameson for me, so it was that's fine. Cr- that's true. That's true. I honestly that was your if, that was your buy into the show. Yeah, I'm just trying. Like I again, I tried to reserve myself by like I was just I'm probably just I was you know. Now that we're recording, I would just said if I paid for that show and under those conditions, I would have been like super. Pissed. I felt like the rest of the show was just really fun, so I felt like I know there's just some things you got your money's happen. worth. There are some things that happen with a like, and I kept saying uh, throughout this entire show, there are some things that are going to happen for Cody and the Young Bucks. This is their first show yeah. they've ever put on. It's yep. not Ring of Honor putting on a show. It's not it, New Japan putting on a show. It's not WWE putting on a show. It's like okay, I'll say it's this. Not even hold on, it's not mm-hmm. even all pro wrestling putting on a show. It's these guys who have never put on a show before who are doing it for the first time. It kind of shows right. too. Right. Exactly, well, it, it did. Kind of shows. It did. And but, but it wasn't glaring. But who's to say? Remember WrestleMania one? Yeah. You know who's to say? You know. It, you know what? If I compare WrestleMania one because it's fresh in my mind from last year's WrestleMania when reviews were, that we did. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. And this is leaps and bounds above it, but you know WWE actually, you know, sets it's a stage and they have a formula. It's a very, very good benchmark for what independent wrestling, for what an independent independent wrestling show of that caliber can 
potentially be. Totally. Now, we say this, you know, All In has come and gone. What's going to be for All In 2? Well, how, what's the, the landscape for professional? Do you, do you think the, goal, the, the elite are just going to keep going with this? Or do you think, like, a number of those, pe- those members, if not all of them, are just going off to greener pastures and go, go straight to the WWE? Yeah, this, this all depends on Vince. This really just depends on the status of those guys. Yeah. Rather, it, like, Kenny Omega, Cody, and the Young Bucks. Yeah, those guys. Amongst a few others, sure. Those three pillars of that. Whatever Vince decides to invade and snatch the talent away from these guys, that's going to determine how successful... He could pay pay whatever he wants. Given that deal, given the deal that they got, all three of those those guys, Bucks, Cody, and uh, Omega, could easily make, like, what? I would even say eight figures at this point. Sure. But you know what? I think this could be the beginning of unionized workers. Yeah, I'm like a unionized well, wrestling. Yes, this definitely Hulk could be Hogan the seeds. Is no longer in the wrestling this, picture, so I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so these could be the seeds being planted for that. Who was the one that tried so, to unionize wrestling back in the day? Uh, Magnum TA. Yeah, I think so. No, no, no. Is somebody in the wrestling? I, I know. Did they, it was they like, say it last? Oh, time? All oh, I know, all uh, I know, I don't. Hogan, Jesse, Jesse yeah. the Body. There we go, Jesse yes. the Body Ventura. That's what it was. Yes. I was watching him today about but, that. But like, it's it's gonna be. That that the decision the decisions behind the decision makers of these deals like whether it be if they turn it down like I can definitely see the, the you know just to compartmentalize those guys I'll just call them the elite okay um if the elite decides to not be uh, the elite no if they decide not to sign with the WWE oh, yeah. and just continue on with this all in too it would I know, definitely it would think- define it would define wrestling for at least the next five years. Yeah, yeah, and that's putting it generously. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I would say if they did, though, they would they would have to really commit to it. They would really have to set like some set, might say they're going all in. They, no, they would really have to go all in and, and turn this into somewhat of a promotion in a sense, so like a PWG type thing. See, that's where a, you all, well, where you could have matches and then you know come back and it's it's nothing and then come back again. And I have think matches. the most interesting part about all in was that there wasn't just this one promotion. Behind it, it was just kind yeah. of like an amalgamation of various promotions. You got your C, you got your triple A's, you got your New Japan performers, you got ROH people. Like, it's like I think all star show. Like, it was kind of just like a melting pot between, yeah, like it was like an all star show for independence. And if if all of the independents or just all these promotions just kind of just band together and just create this all in thing, this this pay per view was an absolute success of becoming a benchmark for what independent wrestling shows can be yep. you know drawing a 10,000 arena at the at the Sears Center the or Sears, Sears Arena outside of selling out in 5 10 minutes yeah and if 29 minutes but yeah and if the elite just you know decides to just go stay about their business and not going to WWE and just doing this again make it better give like you know now that they have the experience of presenting this show like i wouldn't even see i would be surprised if they were going to do all in too it wouldn't be from a year from now i would say it would be like seven months from now no like it'd be a seasonal thing i think it's i think that's way too soon i would think i would think think it'd be too soon as well but i I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if they would do that I'm actually down with like six months, like a seasonal kind of like cycle. Every half a year, tw- yeah, like a big year. four, like all in winter, all uh, in a summer. big four. Eventually, start off with like you every- know the big two, 
Um, Maybe all they, in like and it, like crash landing, then do it all in two. Crash landing two, then do another. But one. right now, like I would just do a year, one year, once a year kind of so thing, do, just wait to make it year. even more special. Yeah. I will say this: as fun as all in was tonight, um, it was kind of riddled with problems throughout the show. Oh, uh, of course. Should we just go down the card then? Yeah. Start okay. Let's just say this about uh, the very, very beginning of the pre-show. So this is your entrance into the realm of TV. The first words that came out of, uh, I don't, I think it was Cody's mouth, the mics were way too hot and they came in just screeching like, oh, what was that? So it started off on a bat foot. You know what they need to do to hear some perfection of sound engineering? What's that? Listen to us on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio or also across a plethora of other fine podcast applications. Indeed. Also, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at CWR415. Sorry, I just had to get that in there. I, I was itching. I was itching like myself. It's like OCD, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but no, All In was, was great. You know, I, I, I was like thoroughly entertained from start to finish. Um, but it was a little hard at times. Are you sure? <clears throat> because you didn't seem that way once we reached um, uh, Skrull and Okada. I mean... We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, I was thoroughly entertained throughout, like throughout the whole show. Meaning, to a, to a certain level, like one one match got me up so high that the other match, you know, you know, brought me down. I was still, you know, hype from the last mm-hmm. match, and I, yeah. I was still riding on the last time. But let's start with the first match. Uh, first match, we're doing pre-show. Yeah, yeah. I man, let's go through it. Uh, the zero hour, r- all quick. in zero hour, aired exclusively on, on WGN WGN America. America. WGN America, aka, unfortunately, we did not get this channel, so we had to go via other means. I saw the beginning. We had to find other. I was still at home trying to make my way to the Diamond Street studio. But the first match was the Briscoe Brothers versus SCO. SCU. SCU. SoCal and Sensor. Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. It's good seeing Kazarian back. I didn't see we so we didn't see the so, match. Uh, did did you? No, we saw like a part of it. I we saw, saw like uh, the pin. We okay. We saw part of the pin, and so <laughs> yeah, partly part of, of the two, pin. three. So the build up was a good two, two count. I mean. So the so the build up of SCU Uncensored versus the Briscoe Brothers was that it, on episodes of Being the Elite, it was pretty much just Scorpio Scorpio Sky. Yeah, it's Scorpio Sky and Kazarian. Just doing par- straight up parodies of Rocky training montages, like word yeah. for word, the Rocky Three beach scene of Apollo Creed and um, Rocky running at the beach, yeah. like right down to the like this the, the the right down to the their entrance was that yeah their entrance was straight up Rocky and then right down like the the whole beach scene from episodes of Being the Elite where they're running down and they go to the ocean they yeah. start hugging each other after a race slow motion. Yeah. yeah so and they also went to the Philly steps the Philly mm. outside was it the is it the Museum of Art. Yeah. Hey, uh, 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 I, I never knew there was books and pictures behind all that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. That's a that's a deep cut of that line. What's which one? Which Rocky was that? that that's uh, Rocky Five. Go for it. Oh, what's, what's that's, the, that's when he takes his son up the steps. Is that the one? Is that the one with the robot? He has like a little. No, robot. that's, no, that's four. three. Okay. No, that's happy four. birthday, Polly. That's no. three. Rocky four. Oh, no, that's four. four. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like right after the that's right Drago. after the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right after yeah. the fight between Creed and Rocky. Yes, yes, yes. And that's when Drago kills. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, guys. So yeah, SCU <laughs> uncensored. What, how did what happened? Uh, they came out wearing Rocky and Apollo gear for tights, not boxer shorts. Yeah, the tights from uh, from the, the original Rocky movie. So black and gold versus the American tights. America. And uh, they're facing the Briscoe brothers, and uh, well, they're just pretty much just Delaware rednecks. Yeah, you know it. Very, I, very, very. It came off as a pre-show match. What can you say? It, can't, it was a non-title match, right? I, I did. I did enjoy I so. how there was a, yeah. uh, like an actual pre-show 
um, to All In. It wasn't yeah. just like, like let's put on some great. Like it was so, like let's have some slower matches. For you the know, pre-show. I'm always kind of like I'm always kind of reserved. Like I kind of don't like watching pre shows because especially for events like all, like a very big main event because you want that visual of the arena, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you want your in. To have your first visual or first no, like not first way of knowing what that setup looks like, and it's through a pre-show match. Yeah, it's almost it like kind of ruins away. it. Mm-hmm. It kind of just takes away from the mystique from it. That's it's like, do you guys? So, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, no, like, I totally you feel know? you. Uh, yeah. it, it used to bother me more. Now, not so no, much. I, I've because WrestleMania. Yeah, I've grown used to it. WWE just conditioned the hell out of me yeah. when it comes to. And, stuff and like once that. you see it on the pre-show, you're like, wow. Like right, it doesn't really go. matter if it's an it's a it's an arena show like a SummerSlam because it, because it's those pay per views just look the same. It's yeah, no, every, no mercy is just a yeah. Screen, yeah. But then if it's a WrestleMania like where it's the dome or it's a, like a a, a dome oh, show. Oh, and that's the just, last WrestleMania too because that was yeah. incredible. Yeah. And th- those are usually the the pre shows I try not to miss. Like you know. Hell in a Cell. I'm not going to watch that pre-show. But yeah, so All In, that's that's just, you know. That's, that's the vibe that you got. That's the vibe yeah, that I got out of it. Not just pre, like the, pre, the, the zero hour, but every pre-show. It spoiled the the yeah. aesthetic of the mm-hmm. pay-per-view. And I, I will say this. like The aesthetic wasn't bad. The whole I'm thing. This, yeah. it spoiled no, but then All In in general, yeah, the setup. Yeah, yeah. Finding the pre-show was really hard. And it was kind of confusing. I'll be honest. I mean, it's because WGN America is a channel... I mean, since you have PlayStation View, WGN America does not provide for PlayStation no, View. No, yeah, but for I every fully <laughs> cut the cord, so all I had to do was speak into my remote, and I was there. So, but yeah. what, what I'm what I'm saying is that, like on Fight Network, you had something called the pre-show, and it Fight was TV on Fight TV. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fight Network is a completely different. Is it really? Yeah, it's a, it's Canada. That's a, oh. like a Canadian channel. Oh, yeah. it's probably the same thing, but like different. Former home of Post. Uh, Fight TV. Yeah, they uh, they had something called the pre-show on there, and I was like, oh, good, we have it, and that's when I invited you guys over early, and Michael came. You know, mm-hmm. we were trying to find it after that, but it's like it was only like, um, ten pounds of gold, and then something about Chelsea Green being a hot mess. That sounds like a that sounds like a great time. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. Yeah. It was interesting, but at the same time, it's like so so Cal uncensored pins. Briscoe Brothers. Uh, one, two, was, three. One, two, three. That was a match. Next match is the uh, is the over-budget battle royal for a shot at... Um, Jay Lethal's, Jay Lethal's ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Exactly. Uh, we're not going uh, did to... You, did you do the eliminations? To how, uh, how thorough were you? Oh, no. I have taking? each elimination by every person. Okay. And by the by the time also? Yes. Okay. Let's go, Corey. At one... No. no come <laughs> on, dude. Uh, this was a complete mess match. I don't know. You didn't see this. It's a good, I didn't see this. But then, like, it was it's, fun. It's it was the fun. good kind of mess in terms of just ramping up, like, the crowd and just, like, what is going on yeah, right, right and here? Then, who's this kid? Marco Stunt? Marco Stunt. You okay. You need to check this kid out. He's literally, like, Five foot four. Wow, he's and not like five four. Twenty pounds. New Mysterio. Like Marco no, Stunt. Like shorter. Like skinnier and shorter. So Marco Stunt. He's a twenty-two year old kid. <laughs> twenty-two year old kid. Um, because twenty-two year olds aren't kids. No, you're old, Michael. It's fine. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but um, he's this guy. Join like he club. um he made he made like created this buzz in Joey Janela's Lost in New York, which is this independent show. Joey Janela who wrestled against Anna Page. Yeah, tonight. Um, so Joey Janela Lost in New York. So he got this guy named Marco Stunt, and I forgot who he fought, but the main like he was pretty much like the main star. He the breakout star throughout that entire independent show, and like immediately after Lost in New York, he got booked for All In. Oh, nice. the over-budget Battle Royale. Now, this over-the-budget Battle Royale was a little bit of a letdown, and I and I you say that so? I, I say mean, that no, I say that a little bit because it's I kind of shift the blame on myself and potentially anybody else who expected anything else, anybody like anybody who would appear on that 
uh, Battle Royale because they didn't advertise everybody. The king so of the cruiserweights, maybe. So created like this sort of, you know. Or maybe CM Punk, maybe. This little inkling on my mind, and I wouldn't. I I feel like I wouldn't be alone in this. Kevin Steen, maybe. By like thinking, oh, maybe someone potentially big could, could show up. Could show up and then be an all in facing Jay Lethal for the ROH title. And you were right about your prediction, though. What? Somebody not announced for the match did win the match. Oh, that's right. Well, okay. okay how many uh, participants? Yeah, who won? What? 15, 15 people. 15, 15 participants. Okay. 15 participants. Uh, a light. Yeah. Wait. So, and, so and, and everybody all at once. So let's just say the, yeah. the people who expected Neville or CM Punk or, or Kevin Sally. Steen wasn't there. It was actually the main surprise under the advertise was Bully Ray. <laughs> yeah. Bully Ray comes mm. out. Um, I mean, the match was a complete mess. It started out everyone out of the ring. Like I said, Marco Stunt was great. He had a he had a spot where I one thousand percent was uh, like convinced. I one thousand percent convinced that Bully Ray just straight up just wanted to beat the living hell out of Marco Stunt, when which Marco Stunt he was he was hanging from the apron he was sitting on the apron he almost fell off he almost fell off and his hair he has Bully hair. Ray Bully Ray like. Billy Ray Bully Ray grabs the hair of Marco Stunt who's kind of like he kind of has like that afro he just literally just grabs him by the hair lifts him up. To the top rope, like not and, holding on to anything, and he's it's holding damn, up, and the, and he's not holding on to. Uh, he was holding, hands. he was kind of holding on to it, but barely. It, like it, a, it damn near looked like Bull, Bully Ray was going to scalp the poor kid. Damn bully, um, yeah, it, but it, it just looked terrible. And you know, and knowing the reputation Bully Ray has as like a locker room bully, bully, yeah, yeah it, it just it was some hardcore Holly shit right there. It came down to flip go- or to um, ooh, uh, no, uh, Bully Ray and Cole Cabana's last two people in the ring, and Bully Ray. Throws out Cole Cabana for the wait a minute. But so this one masked wrestler who was technically never eliminated uh, but I was think, in the I show. Think, I think Lucha Verde. Lucha yes, Verde. Yes, Lucha Verde. Uh, the green, El, El Lucha Verde, the green fighter. Eliminates Bully Ray. Eliminates Bully Ray, only to be revealed as Flip Gordon. <gasps> Flip Flat is, Earther himself. was all in. Flip became booked. He booked himself into All In. So that was the that was the pre match. It sure didn't get any reaction from like Cody Rhodes or I mean because they probably didn't have enough time and it'd be too bloated anyway. He's like, dude, I got a bunch of stuff I'm doing back here. Yeah, I got to make sure the stream's going okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good job. WGN's calling me off the hook. They say people is like pirating their stuff. We need a uh, Monday night show. Exactly. ASAP. Uh, let's move on to the main card. <clears throat> Um, like I said, we dealing some technical difficulties right when we turned on the show for Fight TV. Yeah, it uh, had that error code three zero 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 zero. As a, as a lot of people did, I know our friend over at Cindy at NoDQ.com, She had some errors with hers too. Um, but the first match became was an impromptu match. Was Matt versus MJF? Matt Cross versus MJF. <laughs> no, so just Matt. He just, just goes Matt. by Matt. Just Matt, you know. No, Matt Cross. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, you're taking this bit way too He's far. He's just, just Matt now, bruh. Uh, also known as Son of Havoc from Lucha Underground. Is Son of Havoc still alive in Lucha Underground? I, I, I haven't watched else? Lucha Underground in a long time. Yeah, well. We need to get our boy in the Pacific Northwest, Gabriel, to read that because he loves some Lucha Underground. That's your job. Um, but uh, MJF looks like he can be part of the Spirit Squad, I felt like. He was really young and kind of like, I don't know. Rambunctious? Yeah, exactly. Like the, He, he looks like a little college kid. Uh, but at the end of the match, shooting star pressed MJF. Matt Cross gets the pin on MJF. Next up, we have... Weird uh, starter. Like, this was just, like, right off the bat, like, this just looked like... It just felt like the pre-show was still going on. No, absolutely. Like, this was, like, okay, we don't have enough time in this pre-show, so we're just going to spill this over onto the main card. 
uh, the crowd was mostly just kind of silent. One thing I was here. thinking of, and just now, real pre-show vibes. One thing I was thinking of at the beginning of this show, they said it was an impromptu match. I wonder how impromptu it was, like for real Im- impromptu, right? Because um, they, we had the technical difficulties at the beginning, and then we had this impromptu match, and then all of a sudden at the end of the show, the not ma- enough time, not enough time. So <laughs> I don't. So what I th- I thought happened is that you know they were like, hey, who's they just didn't Who's know. ready available. They didn't know how to manage that time because no. if had they cut that impromptu match, the ending of of All In certainly wouldn't have, would have been happened. what it was. Yeah. Wouldn't have been what it was. Right. Honestly. Right. What was it? Sorry. We'll oh, get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh next up we have interview backstage. We have uh Sean Mooney. Yes. Uh, uh long time uh, WWF backstage yeah. uh, uh interviewer. Correspondent interviewer, as you, as you, as you yeah. will. I mean, they kind of trot they trot him out like whenever there's an old school raw uh, okay. going on. I mean, you know who Sean Mooney yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course. He did it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna, he's always in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't remember him. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, no, I'm he's right. like uh, Vince Jr. Uh-huh. Like uh, what Vince used to look like back in the day. He had an interview with Nick Aldis. Uh, Nick Aldis just saying how. I'm no, before he- that, like when he. Uh, uh, I think it was either who was the main commentator, not Excalibur, not Don Callis. Who was the dude in the middle? Uh, the dude from Ring of Honor with the glasses. Okay, dude from Ring of Honor in the Ring glasses. Of Honor, dude. He's like, we brought to you Sean Mooney, where he's interviewing Stephen Amell, and then it cuts, cuts to in. Sean Mooney interviewing uh, Nick Aldis. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, this is the show. This we're we're, we're this hey, is Steve, this is the vibe I'm getting. Stephen Amell is a big time. Stephen Amell is a big time Hollywood actor, man. You got to actually book that interview in advance, okay? Yeah. Through his agents, through everything else, it's hard to get that interview. We've been trying for years, uh, but Nick Aldis just says how ready he is for the match. He said, "There's a reason why so many people are here tonight. It's me and the ten pounds of gold." So. They're really hammering home that uh, ten that pounds. nickname. That mm-hmm. ten pounds of gold. No, absolutely. It's just branding. It's branding. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have, uh, as you were mentioning earlier, Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels. And uh, to support Stephen Amell, ringside is John Mayer. No, he's... Wait, what? No, John Mayer is front row, right? Ringside, but then... who is uh, supporting him ringside. It's his buddy. But he's, then isn't wasn't Stephen Amell with somebody else? Wasn't right. he accompanied by someone else? All right. I'm, I'm not saying he was like... In the corner, I'm saying he was. But wasn't side. there a dude in Stephen Amell's corner? Yeah, I, don't, I know that guy was. He was some actor from Arrow. Okay. Yeah, I. I, I, didn't I thought you were just like got, you got him confused with John. Like John, <laughs> no, Mayer dude. Was not John Mayer was the bigger star in this situation, so I just went straight for John Mayer. But CW. Stephen Amell was some, with some other dude versus John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going John Mayer on this one. Uh, but yeah, it was just really random how John Mayer was in the front row. I just thought it was random. Uh, but is ha- I made that exa- exact same joke as soon as he appeared on screen. Hard slaps back and forth between the two. Uh, Amel gets the table out. Christopher Daniels hits a hard splash on Amel, but uh, but refuses to pin him a few times. Actually, I mean it was it was, it was a decent match. Stephen Amel, uh, he definitely showed his uh, his uh, he he hung in there, you know. Uh, and as you said, he, he hung was in very there. impressive. And yeah, no, you'll only get better. Especially That's the crazy part when he hit the uh, the coast to coast on Christopher Daniels. I mean, granted, Christopher Daniels kind of took was, some liberties. He kind of dove into that. Oh no, he definitely was yeah. leaning into it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, definitely wasn't all the way back in the corner, but it did. I mean, good for Stephen Amell. He was able to do it. And then Christopher Daniels goes goes for a moonsault and almost completely misses on that one. Um, almost hit, like kind of hits his neck. Uh, that's when Amell goes for a drop kick but misses. 
and then goes right through a table on the outside, the one he uh, he provided. Yeah, it was. Uh, I love that call. Dan Don Callis calls it Chekhov's table, mm. where Chekhov's it's just you know, table. there's a table just laying around there, just for the sake of foreshadowing what yeah. could possibly happen. This is a, it's a play on Chekhov's gun. I loved it. Yeah, um, and then uh, Jerry Lynn. Both men are knocked out. Jerry. Lynn. Oh yeah, no, I forgot to mention yeah, Jerry Lynn. He's the referee for this match. Did he have long hair or short hair? Long. Short, short hair. In mid. It's like well, let me meet you like, down in the middle. Like, did he have a mustache? I can't remember. Yeah, Jerry Lynn. Um, he throws both men back in the ring because he doesn't want to count out. He wants good an actual, for him. A good right. hard good. fight. Uh, there's an actual point where he takes off his ref shirt and starts going, uh, gets it right in uh, Christopher Daniels' it's face. It's like he took off his ref shirt, which is black and white stripes, and it revealed a gray shirt. Like, I'm going to mix both these colors together into this shirt. <laughs> I, I'm old I'll meet, him, ba- meet him in the middle. Super Saiyan ref. Any uh, more refs like that. And then uh, eventually, uh, Christopher Daniels hit the moonsault on Stephen Amell, and Stephen, or sorry, yeah, Christopher Daniels hits on Stephen Amell, Daniels pins Amell. One, oh, two, three. Using the best moonsault ever. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best moonsault ever. I've seen better. I mean, Char- Charlotte's is pretty good. I like Charlotte's a lot. It's a, yeah. I mean, I, she almost lands on her feet every time, too. Cause it's that Especially gymnastic. when outside. Yes. Yeah. It's that gymnastics background. We're talking about Charlotte in this match. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying, man. You got to mm-hmm. compare. You got to compare. Ah, oh, come on. This is all in. This ain't a ah. WWE show. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's professional wrestling. I'm comparing the athleticism of two professional highly trained professionals sports entertainers Ooh, that's, a, that's a dirty word i'm right just there. trying to get heat over here next up we have um our women's match of the night finally damn it um we have well, well we have emma and mandy mandy leone in the commentary booth not emma i'm i'm sorry to dashwood neil dashwood looking really orange she did look a little super orange, orange. a like, lot of it was lighting but she looked a little orange yeah. than everyone else mm-hmm. um yeah, they came out, joined the commentary table. It was Chelsea Green versus Madison Rain versus Tessa Blanchard versus Britt Baker. I mean, it was it was actually a pretty good match, I felt like. And I'm so mad at myself that I missed this. It was okay. Like, the match, um, it was clearly kind of like, well, you had Tessa Blanchard. It, it, like, Tessa Blanchard was, like, su- working super stiff. That was, like, the one thing I noticed. She always that. does, though. Yeah, it doesn't, it's, isn't it because, like, she usually works, I like, think inter- that's inter- just inter- how gender? she lives life. No, she, she's also used to working, like, intergender matches as well. She yeah. has. I mean, she, yeah, no, she's an inter... I'm, I'm sure, yeah, she does a lot. You're right. She yeah. has in the past. Yeah. It's probably um, the lesson she learned from Papa Tully. And, and Papa T.A. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And then and her, when she came down to the ring, Tully Blanchard was with her. <clears throat> and her stepfather, Magnum T.A. Who was in a wheelchair. Who was in a wheelchair. Oh. Well, of course, because, you know. Yeah. Because that thing happened. And it was, you know, as much as I love seeing Magnum, I would love to see Magnum T.A. just the way they kind of just trotted him out there. Well, well, I'm, glad oh. he, I'm, I'm glad that he's there. And, you know, granted, he's it was, been in a wheelchair yeah, for a very long time. Him out it, was really yeah. aw- it was really yeah. awkward because she comes out and they're kind of like at the bottom of the stair ramp. Yeah. And then she kind of hugs them both and she walks forward. And then they push Magnum T.A. up and then he goes out for a hug again. And she's like, oh, okay. They just did it twice. And then they, they, just did, they do it twice. And then mm-hmm. Tolly came in for another hug. And then he's like, okay, good weird. luck. But, I mean, uh, it was I mean, yeah. it's good to see him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was. I turned into a big fan of uh, Chelsea Green tonight, for sure. Um, you're going to th- see a lot. I mean, you're going to see a lot of her. You think she's going to WWE? No. She's gonna, she, isn't she an impact? You're right. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Chelsea Zero yes. May Young participants, I'm assuming. No, uh, mean, Madison Rain. Madison oh, Rain. Okay. Yeah, Madison Rain was in it. Uh, but she didn't sign with WWE full-time, it doesn't look like. Um, but, yeah, sling blades all around in this match. Eventually, Chelsea Green does hit Britt Baker with the broski boot. 
That's uh, as as you know, her boyfriend Zach Ryder's move. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool spot, I thought. Cause Everybody, were, all these wrestlers <clears throat> besides Madison Rain date like WWE performers. Britt Baker dating uh, Adam Cole. Um, I know. I think they're like. I think they're engaged actually. Tessa Blanchard, not dating oh, that's Ricochet. True. She's not dating Ricochet. <laughs> She's and dating then, some guy. Well, I mean, you know, that's just wrestlers for you. They uh, they dip their pen in the company. Ink, Who's Madison know? Rain dating? Uh, that's what I'm saying, with the exception of Madison Rain. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, she's a mom. She's she's dating somebody. She's, she's she's with somebody. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't. Again, hey, there's, there's ain't nothing wrong. With, there's ain't, ain't nothing wrong with single motherhood and everything like that. But what are you trying I can't, to say? A child can't be raised in a single household, Mike. No, I just sorry. I just sorry. don't want to make any assumptions. All right. I'm kidting. I'm kidding. And let's not. I mean, let's, let's granted these are the these women are their own identity. Let's not define them for who they are with. No, you're right. But it's just interesting to point out that they're all just dating. They all they all have relationships or are currently in relationships with wrestling. And oh, Chelsea because, and Chelsea Green did give a nod to her boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, you know that gives us the avenue to talk about that. Who else understands the porn star life but the porn star? Just like a wrestler. Who understands the wrestler's life a but a very wrestler? apt comparison. <laughs> it, is. Uh, it is. I mean, we'll be talking about porn stars. Like, we'll be talking about por- like wrestle- the synergy a- between wrestlers and porn companies later in the show, but they're we'll very, get there. They're very niche yes. professions is what I'm saying. Uh, in showbiz. Unprettier by Chelsea Green to uh, Britt Baker. Hammerlock DDT. Um, to Green by Tessa Blanchard, and Tessa Blanchard gets the win on Chelsea. It's a Green. very awkward finish in this one. And then after it the seemed match, botched after the match. Yeah, no, because it seemed that, like someone was trying to break up the pin, and you just felt like like this wasn't the finish at all. Like the ref called it as it was. What he I th- rung, we're going home. We're going home. yeah, no, I, he rung the bell. Like oh. you could see Madison Rain actually legitimately trying to stop the pin. She makes contact. With Tessa Blanchard, but the ref doesn't see that contact. He proceeds to count to three, and then he signals the bell keeper but to ring the bell. That's what I'm saying. That seemed too fluid for it to not be the finish. I think what was he said? Britt Baker was going for the pre- or Madison Rain. I think it was it, either or. We think, yeah. Yeah. Um, to our best recollection, uh, yeah. it was Madison Rain trying to break up a pinfall. But good uh, lords, we can't. But go I think back she, to the on demand. On I think the demand she was just thawed. reaching in. I think she was reaching in and she jumped in too far and it just It was a up. weird ending. It was but, a very weird yeah, ending. Yeah. But after the match all the women hugged because you know there was a great match and it was these four women representing women's wrestling um in front of the all in crowd and for independent wrestling and yeah. It's great. Cool. Good for them. Next up we have Oh. Oh, the match of the night right here. Cody with Pharaoh, Brandy, Diamond Dallas Page. I thought this was yep. Glacier. Uh, who else was with them? Glacier Tommy of all people. Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, Brandy Farrow, DDP, DDP. At, at this point of the show, I thought this Farrow, was DDP. And hindsight, and all, and in also hindsight. Well, no, in hindsight, I don't think this should have went last because the shit that they had to go through. Yeah, but yeah, I'm right. In my fine. opinion, this should have went last. Yeah, like, it, no, no. It, with the be- it, without it, without the without the benefit of hindsight, this should have been last, and I felt like it was, it was a, very a flawless con- stream. You're absolutely right. It was a well, even then, like just because the time constraints that they uh, had. I say swap this match with Okada Squirrel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it was just a very interesting placement on the card. It was considering it was. the fact that I considered like as soon as they announced, like it was one of the first matches that got announced, mm-hmm. more or less. And considering the importance of the title and the fact yeah. that this is Cody, this is Cody Rhodes' show, yeah. and then the fact that I think it's because of the match quality that they just thought, like, "Hey, listen, I'm Cody Rhodes, and I'm gonna have to follow Bucks 
and Kenny Omega. And like he probably thought he wasn't he would underperform. He would underperform at that like this match would underperform at the main event slot. Yes, at the main event slot. But I just think that's kind of I don't think I didn't really think of it that way. Like if you had these those hot matches after, yeah, and then the main event because the beginning of Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. I thought the atmosphere was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the crowd got super I, hot. I did love within the, be- the first like five first minute of it. I did love the beginning. Earl Hebner um, with the title belt. They oh, kind of said, you know, they, they, yeah. this match is for the NWA World Championship, and then they World hand Earl Championship, Hebner, and they they hand yes. Earl Hebner the the belt, and he's just I like, know, you know both of you he's so usually, very well. He's supposed to just hold up the belt, and he, yeah, he gets into this whole speech about well. I know both y'all very well, and I hope y'all are going to have a good contested fight. Oh. Uh, 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 yeah, and uh, 10 pounds of coal. Woo! Yeah. Pretty much. It's like, like rumor roundup Randy right there. Shh. He's sleeping right now, right? Okay. But, um, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a good match. So, so hard strikes back and forth. Uh, go on, uh, keep going. Eventually, um, Cody Rhodes gets thrown outside of the ring, and then Earl Hebner throws up the X. Uh-huh. As, it's one as, of those just terrible, like, with some things that I just obje- I, I'm obje- I, I object in, against. Yes, uh, where they work, that. they mm-hmm. just try to just work the referee injury spots no, no, no. now. And all well, in the-, the X means bring out the blade. That's the thing. So you got to think. Maybe in WWE it's different. They're just like we're not WWE, so you can't. I mean, I guess we're just. We shouldn't be expecting WWE signs and stuff like that. Yeah, I no, guess. If someone's I really guess. hurt, they'll do the division sign. In re- in retrospect, or you equals know. equals. Uh, but somebody's hurt. But this hurt. signified that Cody Rhodes will indeed blade. But um, oh yeah, and no. blade and and bleed did he. And, and blade uh, that and, he did. Uh, and Diamond Dallas Pace comes out to bring the blade. I mean to help out Cody Rhodes. <laughs> um, he goes to the aid of his buddy. Cody Rhodes, that's when... Oh, and I forgot, because Nick Aldis came to the ring um, accompanied by Jeff Jarrett, uh, Sean Devari, and some, some hitman other guy from Impact. The, 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 the serial killer guy from TNA. It's... Oh, yeah. I know. Samuel Shaw! Yes! Okay. Finally, because like throughout this night, it's like dis- like it was just it was messing. It was you. eating the, the me balloons, inside. Yeah. The balloons come out of the ceiling. Yes, it was Samuel Shaw, the guy who has the TNA serial killer character, where he also has very very weird mommy issues. He because has red gloves because that movie Psycho is really good. It is. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, then uh, like you said, Diamond Dallas Page comes out to help out uh, Cody Rhodes, and then out comes Sean Devari, pushes Diamond Dallas Page, and then in the ring. Davari gets in the face of Earl Hebner and Diamond Cutter to Bang! Sean Davari. You know, um, and, and that pop, and that popped the crowd, of course, because oh yeah. you know who, who me because Diamond Dallas Page is a national treasure. And that's when Cody gets. I I took a picture with uh, Diamond Dallas Page when I was a kid. Cool. I wish I still had it with the original WCW. Did did he did you, you did he do he the did. thing where yeah. like it's the hand motion, but then you did one half and he did the other he, half? He had me in a Diamond Cutter. Oh, even better. That's even. I wish I still had it. After no, like take the picture as he does the diamond cutter, and I have a picture like mid diamond cutter like, uh, with me and Steve McMichael. Mongo? Yeah, Mongo. Ugh. Have you did seen it, that did video? It, was, was, he, was he holding oh, pepper? Yeah, yeah, the one him falling around. <laughs> yeah, where he's, yeah. yeah, it must have been like his first match. <laughs> I don't think so. Or either that, or they had something choreographed, and Kevin Sullivan was just like, "Kid, I'm taking this one over. Oh, You're gonna so do bad. as I say." That was so bad. But uh, back in he this, he might match, be the worst wrestler ever. Who, Steve McMichael? Mongo? Yeah. Or Kevin Sullivan? No, Steve Mongo McMichael. No, there was that other guy that we were talking about a couple weeks ago that wrestled Undertaker. Remember the guy with the karate pants? What was his name? 
John Cena? No, no. Karate pants. Oh, I said I thought you said when cargo was it? pants. Wait, when was this? This was sorry, short term memory loss. Oh man. This is a okay. This, this is a bit like, of a tangent. His name right was here. like Mike Beckham or something like that. I forgot what it was. Steve Blackman? Yes, Steve Blackman. Oh. He's a, no, I Steve love Blackman. Steve Blackman. The other guy, the other guy, the bald guy. They were supposed to wrestle at a WrestleMania Maven? Survivor Series. Maven? No, not Maven. Nathan Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Yeah, the 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 Colossus of Boggle Road. There you yeah, go. when see he was he was, so, he, he was so bad he couldn't wrestle at WrestleMania. No, he no yeah. he was so bad that they had to put Albert with him. That's in right. WrestleMania That's 19. right. See, no, I thought he, he yeah. Anyways, yeah, okay. we're not bit of a tangent. Let's let's keep it, let's get back on track. Still, you know, after party. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is the after party. Uh. Back to the match. Diamond or Cody gets back in the ring, gushing with blood. Oh, all of a sudden. Yeah. Right on the brow. Um. Yeah. I know that's a very specific cut to get falling on the outside. Um, but then Cody misses with a mood salt. Uh, figure four to Nick Aldis. Spinning Alabama slam to Nick Aldis. Pile driver to Cody. Fans, I felt at a certain point, though, fans were getting a little deflated in this match. Uh, what do you say, Michael? So uh, this match, I didn't think... I mean, it was, it, people are just going to remember the finish rather than the match itself mm-hmm. i thought all this in Rhodes did not gel together at all in the ring no i i think that's it kind of just there it, it's not i wouldn't even say clash of styles because neither of them really had any styles to begin with um you know my opinion about cody Rhodes, yeah. um and i also have an even lower opinion of one Nick Aldis. Wow. And it was just two hot takes. You know, it's just these two guys, they're just they they have really great looks and they have very safe styles and uh, I don't want to say I mean, I'm just going to say it was a very much the antith- like the kind of antithesis that what you would expect out of an a show like All In when you have the Bucks and you have Co- uh, Kenny Omega and you know, benefit of foresight See, this is why Cody's going to hire you for all until. Right? The, the, with the benefit of foresight, he's like you're, you're truthful. Mm-hmm. No, with the benefit of foresight, like, like this, is, kid. yes, that this, yeah, no, it's right that it's right for them to be. It's right to put this in the slot that it is, considering you know how the how the last match ended and how mm-hmm. rushed yeah, that yeah. felt. But I really liked the beginning and ending of. Well, more so the beginning than the ending of the match between these two. You know, this Cody Rhodes finally getting his father's title. Yeah. Um, uh, but at the end, no, was it Brandy Rhodes? Was it, so Nick Aldis goes for like an, an elbow drop, and that's yes. when Brandy Rhodes covered Cody Rhodes. Well, she was in the ring before pleading <clears throat> for him to stop. and then, Or something. And he still goes for mm-hmm. an elbow drop to hit Brandy so Rhodes. So I was... I, 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 I saw the way I saw it. I saw Brandy Rhodes just diving as he was midair, but Aldis intentionally just aimed for Brandy as she was covering. Oh yeah, Cody. Oh yeah. Well, okay. on the replay, they didn't show her That's actions. They just showed him jumping. Son yeah. of a biatch. But um, uh, but eventually, Cody Rhodes does hit the disaster kick, followed by the crossroads. Nick Aldis pinning him with a roll up, becoming your new. NWA World Heavyweight Champion. I never thought I would say Yay. that on this podcast. Why did you wait? Why did you ask me what I thought about the match? It was like in in the middle of the match. I don't know. I, know I was kind of zoning out. I'm sorry, sorry but uh, I don't know. Whatever. Well, this is the this is the the, the post show or the after party. After party. I feel thing. like I just gave away the finish in the middle of my monologue here. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's I'm okay. sorry. We're all over the place. You know, it's all in, man. It's the after party. Exactly. Yeah, Nick, all this isn't ready for the big time, and it's. Showed. I mean, <laughs> there were some drop kicks that Cody threw at him that he he was miles away. A super kick that was miles away. This guy just time to hit the gym, buddy. I'm. I'm 
I I I think Nick Aldis has spent plenty of time in the gym. That's well, he needs more time. He looks he he looks he looks like a million bucks. Okay, just the, the way gym, he just, in in the you know performance center rings. These guys were just wrestling a very safe style, and I just thought safe. it was well, sometimes this guy was. They're both well, they're both good mid card wrestlers. I feel like. And that's that. That's what really showed this. It just didn't Cody's blow me supposed away. Supposed to be your main event, or over Smash here. just didn't blow me. And away if you're all. trying to build up the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, it shouldn't be in the middle of this card. I'm just saying. But and uh, it shouldn't Co- be but, Co- but Cody got his uh, Cody got his title, his dad's title, and he's, he's back been, in the Rhodes family. Cool, good stuff. I like so who knows? So fun. who knows what's going to happen with that NWA title from this point? It's going to show up on Ring of Honor, probably. Yeah, they're gonna probably Ring of Honor's probably treat it they're like gonna, a, they're gonna like a consolation title or thing. The, or, not. or they'll put they'll what do you call it? Combine the two titles, unify the two titles, the NWA and the Ring of Honor title. I mean, what if they just treat it like the actual like the NWA title of before, where he just brings Cody just brings it everywhere he goes. Like he's facing Juice Robinson at that destruction show for the U.S. title. I mean, he's not winning that U.S. title, is he? Then I mean, no, Juice Robinson's gonna win that, but um. <laughs> Like yeah, just like Cody Rose will just take it everywhere he is because you know he's it, does he have an exclusive contract with anybody? Ring of Honor. So he's exclusive to Ring of Honor. Technically, yeah. Okay, so I mean, you know, yeah, but he gets to go. He gets to but, go around. You know, Cody Rhodes, he booked all in, uh, so he gets the title, and that's but you know he has to get approval from the NWA. Oh my god! Board, quote unquote, of what, of what remains of NWA? Yeah, just Billy, Cor- yeah, it's Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana. Yeah. Like, Billy Corgan, just yeah. All right, I guess you can. Yeah, yeah let's he has go, to get approval man. from him to. I gotta ask Trump though, see if that's all right. Yeah. Uh, next hey, up. hey, hey, oh, wait, Cody, Cody. Before you leave, did you know that the world is a vampire? The world is a vampire. Next up, we have Joey Janela versus Hangman Page in a Chicago street fight match. So the way the the video, I'm not sure if you, I think you like stepped out for a second, but Jose and I were watching this. The vignette that uh, that aired before this <laughs> match so started good. was so it pretty much just recapped the entire uh, Adam Page. Uh, murder. murdering murder. murdering uh, Joey Ryan, which he you know lovingly admitted in that in that press conference before all still in. no so, char- charges pressed. I guess so. Pretty much the story of the Adam. There Page. is no next of kin. Yes, the uh, the story for Adam Page is being the elite and like build up to his match against uh, Joey Janela is that okay? So like Joey, like so Adam Page, he just does not like the fact that Joey Ryan. Has this offense? Uh, he just does not like his dick-based offense, pretty much. Yeah, he, like throughout episodes of being the elite, he just yells at Joey Ryan's dick, and his, <laughs> you know, saying "You're not real." Why is everybody just selling against you? And then he, as soon as he points it, the dick just somehow just he the grabs uh, Adam Page's hand because like you know, a tractor beam yeah. in like he, USS Enterprise because you yeah. know wrestling and he sells. He does the dick twirl and then all this other stuff. Hey, and, and penis it, plex, all right. Yes, the penis plex. And so at this point on, I it, call it the deeply. Yeah, and then it just cuts to the whole, and it kicks off that whole storyline of Joey Ryan being murdered by Adam Page, mm-hmm. and so Adam Page kill uh, murders Joey Ryan, and he does it. Let's just say it's kind of hard to explain, but then his boots. He was wearing his boots at the time, and then whenever he takes off his boots, his boots, uh, Adam Page's boots, talks to Adam Page, as if like it's as if it's his conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, they talks about oh he killed Joey Ryan, so it's just one of those it kind of signals back to the, the the telltale heart. Yes, right? yes, the beating of the hideous boots. Yeah, and so that and that's kind of the reason why Adam Page, does, throughout being the elite, he doesn't wear any boots. In fact, he's barefoot, and oh. in almost every episode because. 
He doesn't want his boots talking to him. Yeah. Uh, but this is, I mean, it was a pretty good match, a Chicago street fight. And the reason why he's fighting Joey Janela is because he wants to be the killer of all Joey's. Oh, is that what it was? Well, that's kind of his mantra. So he was booked with Joey Janela, and they were like, okay, how do we book Yeah, this? okay, how do we justify this? Okay, I want to name Joey. Let's yeah. go. It was a very, like I said, like you said, it was very uh, independent uh, show booking where, like, that would be like an indie show. Like It's very much, you know. That's yeah. not a WWE type storyline. Not a New Japan storyline. For sure. Uh, but good match. Uh, there was a good, cool spot where the running Death Valley bomb into the turnbuckle. Uh, burning hammer. There were a couple of Eventually, spots. onto the ladder, he hit a burning hammer. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm losing all track of this. No, okay. it's all right. That was like, it was hours ago, man. We're, we're, we're a long day here at the Diamond Studio. Yes, sir. But here's this, some, this what, is the like first quarter to four. This is the first review and uh, show. Reviewing and after yeah. Show. immediate yeah. after show. Immediate after show. After party. Uh, but eventually, uh, Penelope, you know, the, uh, the bad girl Penelope, Joey Janela is. Pronounced uh, Penelope. Penelope. Is it really? No, that's oh, okay. from, uh, what's it, Broken Lizards? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, I'm drawing uh, a blank here. Club uh, Dread. Oh, oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Uh, but she hops on the back of Adam Page. Um, Page kind of goes after Penelope for a minute. That's when Page, that's when Penelope goes exactly right back after Page. Kind of kicks his ass a little bit. Puts him. Uh, does the Matrix spot? She, yeah, exactly. He well, he tries to go for a hit. She does a Matrix spot. Um, then she kind of goes after him. Uh, good, good. Good back and forth. She actually got some offense in on him. Kind of did a flying crossbody off the top rope, I believe. Yeah, right? no, and those backflips before that, like the triple backflips, avoiding the punches, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then eventually, <clears throat> I thought the spot of this match was Hangman Page hitting uh, the powerbomb on Joey Janela onto the table oh off, the, off the ramp where he, he set up two tables. Because there was the ramp coming out was there were some stairs and then lowered. They set up two tables in the lowered spot. and then So there would be about maybe five feet gap between the tables and the ledge yeah. of the top of the stairs. There were two tables, and Joey Janela only hit one of them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and to a point where like his body, like his head could have easily hit the side of the second table. Yeah. Which could have been clipped all bad. Or, oh, it was so scary. Uh, eventually, Hangman Page hits his finisher on Joey Janela off a ladder. Hangman Page gets the win. Uh, but after the match... Dong. <laughs> I got it. Full pun intended. Dong. So the screen goes completely black. Dong. Is it The Undertaker? Guys, I think it's The Undertaker. No. It's it, a, a, bunch of, a bunch of druids. A bunch of druids. dick druids. Inflatable penis druids. Penis druids. Come out. All line the ramp. And all of a sudden, the music hits. Joey Ryan's not dead! Uh, as one Don Callis, probably his call of the year, he calls Joey Ryan is in the midst of a resurrection. A resurrection. I love it. Um, but so Joey Ryan's not dead, guys. He's back. He's in the flesh. He's here. To in the flesh, all right. How about that visual where he was uh, in the hospital bed? Laid up. Oh yes, dead. it just shows oh, with the fake blood over his face. Yes. It's just the fake blood over his face, and, and then it co- it just pans, pans down to his 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 pe- his, 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 his penis, and yeah. it just starts just moving, resurrecting. Oh. Yes, the resurrection. Um, but then eventually he hits his penis plex and the super kick, the lollipop super kick on um, on, on Hangman Adam Page, and and then and Adam Page spills to the floor and to the be penis. carried out by the Dick Druid. So is he going to be taken away? Is he going to be part of the? The dickistry, the dick ministry. We'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to keep watching being the elite or ROH or whatever the hell either of these guys are signed into probably to find out. Joey, or I know Joey Ryan's not signed to anything. 
He's independent. Yeah, exactly. he floats around. He, he's super independent. Uh, but I thought it was a fun match. <clears throat> yep, match. Fun but match. dangerous. At this There's match, I, at this point of the night, I thought this was like match of the show. Did they also used you, you forgot to mention the Cracker Barrel Cracker. The, I, you're absolutely the right. Cracker, That's right. The Cracker Barrel Barrel. Like they were doing some Donkey Kong moves. Uh, because the show is sponsored by TGI Fridays and Cracker Barrel, to be more specific. Um, they had a Cracker Barrel Barrel involved in the match. That's where Adam Page... Rolled it on the ground. Or no, uh, no Joey, Janela. Joey Janela was rolling the barrel down on the floor, and then he was trying to hit uh, Adam Page, and then Adam Page just jumps Whoop. over it. Bloop. Bloop. We, and we yeah. totally had a Donkey Kong mark out yeah. at that point. Uh, so, yeah, it was the, actually my match of the night so far. Yeah, me at too. At this point. Me too. The night. Uh, next up, we have Flip Gordon versus the returning Black Machismo. So, yeah. Uh, someone tapped so he was just uh, he was backstage and then someone just happens to tap him on the shoulder well, it was uh what was his name lenny leaping lenny poffle there we go yeah like uh macho man randy savages but was it him that tapped him on the shoulder no. on the way i, I thought I, it was I, it was I, just I a hand so. <laughs> oh, they never fully explained whose hand it was i want to say it was I, yeah me too i believe it uh so someone tapped him on the shoulder and he's back as the black one so she's apparently that's Jay, uh, Jay Lethal's thing. So you tap him on the shoulder, he becomes the Black Machismo. He was hypnotized back in the day, and that's his trigger. Yeah, I did love how uh, Macho Man's brother was throwing out uh, frisbees everywhere. The, that's an old old school gimmick he used to do. Really? He used Genius. to come into so, the ring yeah. in a cap and gown and have uh, a cool little poem he would say about how dumb everybody was and how great he was, and it was written on the back of a frisbee. And then he'd toss them to the fans. I like to be like, like, we played that's kind of a That's kind of a face move, though, when you toss like a piece yeah, of Yeah, but here's would, my you know, he would dig into the fans. Yeah. I would love if I had one of those speeches written on one the back of one of those. Collector's yeah. item. You know, no, that's probably worth some money, I mean, to someone. Well, to someone. <clears throat> Not everyone. Uh, but no, this is, I mean, Flip Gordon versus Black Machismo. I mean, Jay Lethal, I mean. Uh, Brandy eventually slaps Jay or Black Machismo on the shoulder, and oh no, he's back to being Jay Lethal. So we have a new oh match. Oh no, it's Jay Lethal. <laughs> Flip Gordon now versus Jay Lethal. It's a different match completely altogether, guys. Um, I mean, I didn't. It looks like I didn't take too many notes. Yeah, out there of it. were a lot of uh, Macho Man callbacks. It was a bit of a lull. Yeah. Uh, you know the Elizabeth spot where he picked up Brandy Rhodes. Oh yeah, um, the beginning of the match, he takes yeah. Brandy Rhodes out of Flip's he leads her corner to, the, to his corner. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty so funny. See, yeah, when he picks her up, puts her on the yeah. shoulder. So, I mean, since you didn't take notes, like, so Flip him. Gordon, um, let's say as he was mounting a comeback offense, it was, he was, some might say, he was hulking up yes. against Jay Lethal's, uh, you know, punches. And I'm just, and here I am just watching. They're not going to let a black man lose to a guy who's trying to impersonate Hulk Hogan, are they? Yeah. I tried and I to thought think about that, was that just it like, oh, man. man. Like, we're doing, like, a whole... I mean, I get it. Like, I'll say it again. Hulk Hogan was before my time, so I hold zero, almost zero nostalgia to him. I never really was ever, fa- ever a fan of him in the first place. And that's just my stance on it. But I definitely saw the crowd popping. I definitely heard the crowd popping over a Hulk out spot. And I just thought, man, you know, nostalgia really does come a, far, far, a, a, come a long way, I mm-hmm. guess. I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt and just I mean, say at nostalgia. That, at that point, it's... I don't know. I'm not defending. I'm not. Uh, Hogan sucks. Hogan's fuck him. Oh, fuck Hogan. Uh, but uh, it's it's more so the actions of the nostalgia at that point. I think. But it harkens back to that Hulk. It just you automatically think about Hulk Hogan once you see the hulking up spot. 
Yeah, but don't we, you not? <laughs> we all have stupid childhood things that we liked as kids, and nowadays we like even Ultimate Warrior. You look back at stuff like that, and you're like, "Oh damn it, that was cool, but oh, damn yeah, it." No, you go watch old TV shows or old movies like Bad News Bears, the original, yeah. super racist. <clears throat> yeah. But you know that was stuff that you liked when you were a kid. What, you, uh, what you, can you do? You're right, though. But it, then you know, I don't think they anyone, were popping I, for it though. Yeah, right. I think yeah. it was more of a stu- nostalgic pop, though, in my opinion, because <laughs> yeah, you had. Yeah, a, a, but you someone, still think. But you still got to think about Hulk Hogan. So no, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, what, was hap- yeah, what was happening, I was like, no, no, don't hulk up, don't hulk up. And then he did the whole hulk up thing, and you know, the you. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, fine, do it. I wasn't a fan of it. Eventually, so. um, Jay Lethal was slapped in the shoulder again, uh, turning back into Black Machismo. And then, but he hit the lethal injection on Flip Gordon. So, yeah. Yeah, so pick one, man. He was how, fighting how it. He was, f- you know, his body was fighting. It. Like, no, I'm going to win this as Jay Lethal. Don't slam me on the shoulders. Screw you, Macho Man. Uh, whoa. Having an internal Bruce Banner Hulk conversation. Yeah. He's like, I don't no. Want, I don't want to turn. So he wins with a lethal injection. He's got to get the Macho Buster. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you, so Jay Lethal. What happens uh, after the match? They kind of have a little bit of a hug, a little, little, little bit of a moment. It's because you know he's. You know what, buddy? I think because Flip Gordon, like none, he may have lost, but he's forever grateful that to have this match with Jay Lethal because the ever overarching story with Jay Le- um, with the Flip Gordon was that he was trying for months to get booked for All In, mm-hmm. and so him winning that over budget battle royale was his ticket to get booked for All In. And so his match with Jay Lethal, win or lose, he was just grateful to have a match with him in the first place. Yeah. And it was a happy it was more or less a happy ending for Flip Gordon. The match kinda disappointed me. I was looking forward to this match and it didn't live up to the hype or maybe it was there too wasn't much that hype? much hype to it because it was like it wasn't it wasn't even yeah. advertised. Yeah, but you know, it was just, it was a cool when, match. when I hear Flip okay. Gordon against Jay Lethal, I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be really, really good. This and was I thought, a although it was cool, you know, um good spots, but I yeah, because one of my favorite matches I've ever seen live was uh, Kenny Omega versus Jay Lethal yeah, at a go. New Japan show. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it, it sucks. It, it was good. It, this was still good. I yeah, know. so I okay. made a mistake of stepping out because I was kind of like, oh, screw this match. I want some fresh air. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, after the match, uh, though, they were hugging, celebrating the ring. But, oh, no, Bully Ray <laughs> trots down to the ring. As slowly as possible. Okay, he's running as fast as he can on the ramp, and then just an, a, he screeches to an immediate halt as soon as he sees the stairs. Oh no! My yeah. arch. It's like he re- stairs. He sprints and then he just stops and then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he, and then he comes down the ring, takes out both, uh, both uh, lethal and um, Flip and Flip Gordon, and then. Uh, then what happened after that? I didn't Cole Cabana comes oh. to the rescue, and so he beats up Bully Ray, and then they do with a shield. And then Jay Lethal comes back, and Flip Gordon. They whip out a table. Well, no, Bully Ray whips out the table first because he's about to do you know his thing, his that he does, his spots that he does. But then Cole Cabana comes out. He beats up Bully Ray, and then all three of them beat up Bully Ray, and then they do the shield, the shield triple power bomb on Bully Ray onto the table. One very, one thing that I liked about that triple power bomb was that before Bully Ray gets power bombed, he just yells out like he just pelts out a hole. Oh shit! Yo, no, <laughs> before yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. hit on yeah. the table. Uh, but it was I definitely that like that good. the shield power bomb spot. Um, oh yeah, I loved it. I mean, it was he cool. wasn't. I mean, they weren't doing the ooh ah thing that Roman does, but because yeah. there was definitely. Uh, 
little shots taken at WWE throughout the night. We forgot to mention Jimmy Jacobs going for the pedigree and the over-budget battle royal kind of giving away. He looked. I mean, he had a cross-dressing gimmick, and like someone told him like the way he looked. Like He didn't even go all the way with it. If you're cross-dressing... He didn't go all to, in. He didn't go all in. If you didn't, if you have a cross-dressing gimmick, be go like on. Vito and just go all out with mm-hmm. it. Get a wig mm-hmm. or shave your fucking face. Get some makeup. <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs, he just has... It's he just wore a dress hey, you know and that what? was it. Let him be the queen he wants to be, okay? Not, the, cool. not the queen you decide him to be. Okay. Of, uh, no, that's no, that's a fair point, Corey. All I'm saying is that Jimmy Jacobs looked like a fucking idiot. No, you're absolutely like the right. The Lashley sisters. Oh God, uh, no! The the they, the Lashley sisters looked way better than what Jimmy oh, Jacobs yikes. was going. Uh, but oh, yeah, God. Jimmy Jacobs with the pedigree, giving a wave to the camera. Um, the the, the Jimmy, Broski boot. Jimmy Jacobs made the Lashley sisters look like fucking Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And then uh, the Shield powerbomb. So. Shield powerbomb, Bully Ray. Oh yeah. shit! Next match we have Penta versus Penta. Pentagon Junior or Penta El Semi main event time. Uh, well, kind of, sort of. Uh, versus Kenny O is what I'm calling him now. Kenny Kenty Cero. Kenty Cero Miedo. Kenty. No, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. Current IWGP Heavyweight Championship overall greatest wrestler on the planet today. First Absolutely. 10 minutes bored me. Yeah, you guys were. No. Uh, no, I liked it. I mean, this, this, there was a bit. I, I enjoyed this match. There was a little bit of a. There were some lulls at time. You know, because you kind of need yeah, that the in first between the spots. Oh, come on. Yeah, the second ten minutes were amazing. I just okay, so I felt like Kenny Omega is a great performer. And he could wrestle with anybody. The dude just like went through almost twenty days of like pure right. nonstop wrestling. Right. What he gave on this show was more than I expected out of him. Who's this? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Okay. <laughs> Who's this? Wait, what? Who's Wait, this who? guy? What? Oh, oh, some sort of champion. What? Is, what is he? New. That travels uh, a lot. But yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, no, it was a good match. Uh, Backstabber Kenny Omega. Uh, eventually, fight goes on to the outside. One wing angel reversed into a backstabber. Three V triggers to a Penta. Uh, Omega hits Penta with his finisher. It was like kind of the cradle, cradle pile driver. What the one wing angel? No, he hits Penta with his with Penta's finisher. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, one wing angel eventually to Penta. Kenny Omega gets the win on Penta. Oh, 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 but I did say at the end of the match, if you guys remember, I wanted 10 more minutes of this match. Absolutely, because at the end of the match, it okay, really at least five more minutes would have been good. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, but then the win, but then you don't, you don't, ha- you don't get you. Penta is not going to kick out, kick out of a one winged angel. Like, that is a very protective finisher okay, at this okay. point. You don't have to do the finisher. I still wanted the match to continue. Yeah, just stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I thought this was like. It was a very typical Kenny Omega match. He kind of went through his motions, mm. but that being said, I still think, and I, and it probably is. The more I digest like this show, is probably my match of the night. Kenny Omega is just this guy. The way that he, it just comes naturally to him. Like he, at minimum, any match that he is in goes four stars, yeah. like Meltzer four stars, and I just. He's one of the best wrestlers on the planet, and for him to like for a reason, yeah, for a reason, and for him to have this natural talent, versatile talent in him, especially after a grueling G one, and the fact that he's also wrestling for the title in what, like a week, mm-hmm. two weeks? When's who? Penta? No, just uh, Kenny Omega for what title? Freaking the oh, destruction at, shows oh, it's on the seventh, on the seventh, yeah. So. And well, so next week. for him having in, this on like, next Friday night, yeah, for him having that just grueling. You guys want to come over at two a.m. that time? Mm, okay, let's go about it. 
Um, yeah, Kenny Omega. It's what we'll what's, do a post show for him. What's yeah. more, what's 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 more to be said about Kenny Omega being the best wrestler on the planet today? You know what? I really like to equate him with uh, Chris Jericho, but he's leaps and bounds at this stage in his career, at his age yeah. versus Jericho. He's leaps and bounds ahead of him. Speaking of Chris Jericho, oh, what'd you think well, of the match? I, I there was it was a really good match. I felt like I just felt like um, Penta. It wasn't wasn't really used to working with Kenny Omega and it was a cla- you thought it was it, just a clashing of styles a little a little bit it was still really good I liked it I enjoyed I mean, it that's what happens when you have two I like, think I just built know. up this match too much in my head before the show because I was like oh this can be great Penta Zero Miedo versus Kenny Omega I think yeah, two people you know two different companies you've never seen them wrestle before except for like a tag team match in PWG um, but I think maybe I just built it up a little bit I wasn't really just dis- I I came off. Got it. I came off. What I got. What I wanted out of these two. Uh, but after the match, lights go out. So guys, it's it's okay. Cody in the box. This is their first show, guys. Lights go out. It's okay. It was it was to a point like the commentators, the way the commentators like they sold talked it. about. Like yeah. they sold like, well, you know, this is their first. Uh, I will say that like to a point where I felt like it was legit. It was a legitimate blackout. Yeah, I think we all were in. Conversation. I will say this though, they did work us the entire night, especially yeah. with the X with the lights. They know how to work the fans in the 21st century. That's the century we're in, right? 21st century. 21st. Yeah. They know how to work the fans in the 21st century on this show. Well, they, do. Commentators. Is, uh, they do. Yep. That is definitely an opinion that I heard. And uh, yeah, you're entitled to it, Corey. I definitely am. They work us better than WWE does. Where WWE works the fan, works us in a 1980 style. Yeah. So yeah, there was a blackout. And so lights like, it, come back on. lights came back on and, and it just Penta. looked like it no, like it looked like Kenny Omega was just kind of pissed too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, well, did they they screw up my celebration? Might as well just raise my hands yeah. arms up. And again. Penta's still on the ground. Nobody has entered the ring. We're like, what the hell just happened? Well, I guess they just Yeah, Penta gets up looking a little thinner. Like he just lost some weight from that. He, no, from he that looked one. a bit thicker. Come on now. He might, he might well, Penta's a little thick. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he looked They're exactly the same. They're about on par with each other. <laughs> Penta looked exactly the same, but a little whiter. No, as soon as he stood up, we're like, those tattoos are different. Yeah, those this tattoos are a little different. different. What's but going all of a sudden, on? Pen- I instantly recognized with the arm tattoo as well. Yeah. Uh, Penta attacks Kenny Omega, but it's not Penta, Pentagon Jr. or Penta El Ziado Miedo. It's the dastardly, the Judas, Chris Jericho. Great surprise. Yeah, he comes out and ta- attacks Kenny Omega. Um, dressed in full El Penta face paint mask and everything. And yeah, I guess we're going to have uh, IWGP so, versus Intercontinental title match. No. Oh, no. It's not, actually. So uh, Omega after Jericho straight up grabs the mic and tells Kenny Omega, I will see you on the Jericho cruise. Boom. And. <laughs> BS, a, BS. a woefully missed opportunity I'll for see you Cri- at cruise. A woefully missed opportunity for Jericho. I'll give you a ride for Chris Jericho to say, "I will see you at the Jericho cruise." You only allowed two suitcases. But uh, yeah, that's the. It's a. Uh, it Tell was an. Coda. It was an angle to set up the Jericho cruise uh, match, which you know it's. Jericho being there will automatically give a pop yeah. to that crowd. They they bought they they loved it. So I, I and I loved it too. So did we. We popped hard on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so apparently, like Chris Jericho, like right after he was rushing to, um, he was scheduled for a Fozzie show. Like the reason, like he was scheduled for a Fozzie yes. show the same night as All In. So everybody just assumed that he We're was. At, do you know in Chicago? In Kansas. Whoa. Yeah. So did he go from the show? He sw- he rushed straight to the airport after his appearance, mm-hmm. and apparently he's uh, 
Apparently, he's he, how long does it take to get from Illinois to Chicago? I mean, to, uh, Illinois to uh, uh, I would say maybe four uh, well, two, two, last three hours. Last time, last time I was doing it, um, yeah, I would say about two or three hours on a plane, maybe two. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, you no, probably I, had a, pro- pl- a private plane yeah. fueled up and ready to go. No, that's for sure. Um, but you know, it was uh, that was cool. I liked it. That was Kenny Omega. That was his. Uh, that was pretty much his uh, his section of the show. So. Next up, we have um, our 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 kind of co-main event, I guess, because it's in between the two ma- quote-unquote main events. Um, Marty Scroll versus Kazuch- Kazuchika Okada, the Tekken fighter. Um, no, I know, right? Well, there is a there's a crossover T-shirt where it's Kazuchika Okada uh, with um, was it King's mask on? Uh, yeah, King, his name? yeah, King, King. yeah, really? with King's mask on. It's actually really cool. Uh, back and forth, shoulder tackles uh, to start the match. Okada's chest was uh, looking as red as his face at a certain point with all the slaps. You mean as red as his hair? There you go. I wrote face. <laughs> he had a red face, too. I mean, you know, he was probably... That's his face. You know, he was running a lot, you know. Uh, tornado DDT eventually to Okada. Uh, back well, at- a lot of Jose complaining. Yeah, you match. guys... Uh, well, you- well, no, what's Keep up? going. Keep going, Corey. Um, yeah. Eventually, was it the air raid crash to Marty Scroll? Powerbomb to Okada, but a kick out. Eventually, um, he says, Okada says 205 to Marty Scroll. Starts to pick up on uh, him. When, when he starts to go for the Rainmaker, that's when Marty Scroll grabs him by the fingers and, oh no, Snap. snaps, breaks his fingers. Um, and then we had the Rainmaker spot where he goes to the Rainmaker and Marty Scroll pulls out the umbrella and states all in on the umbrella. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a cool spot that somebody, they, they've been teasing that for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, the Rainmaker and the dude with the umbrella. So, um, you know, and then eventually towards the end, Rainmaker to Marty, but, you know, he falls too far away. Spinning Rainmaker to a Rainmaker to a pin. Kazuchika Okada over Marty Scroll. Cool. So, um, you know, we all watched this. Uh, we were all very relatively quiet throughout, like, let's say the first two acts of this match yeah. and you guys um i was kind of okay with it i just thought okay this is just a bit slower match it was kind of jarring after the matches preceded this and um i thought this was you know a great a great uh highlight for marty Skrull. he looked you know he looked like a million bucks coming out of this the storyline uh regarding the story that they were trying to tell the fact that marty is just too small for uh kazuchika okada as yeah, crazy, that, as funny as that's as and funny that could be as that the main sounds. reason why I wasn't into the beginning of the match because you just you didn't like really I, gel I, with I, the story. I at didn't all. know what the story was. Until yeah, you explained it to me when I was like, "Dude, this sucks. because it was no, pretty wait, much just Marty Scroll trying to overcome Okada's size." Yeah. and props to the commentary for making I just Okada felt, seem like Andre the Giant. Yeah. You know, I just felt like this match lasted like five minutes longer than it should have. I mean, it's. It, I I felt like it built up properly to the big spots with the the rainmaker the the, the those the, what is that it's it's not like it's like a pump handle for driver like he grabs him by the shoulder from the, grabs him by the neck oh yeah what was that I forget what it's called air, it's air one raid of his, crash yes the air raid crash um what was it what they was definitely they called? definitely just built up you know they, as as the match went on they definitely had like you know heat building up yeah. as mm-hmm. they got all the moves in and I thought I was. They had some really good pinfalls. Okada, one of the best in the world in terms yeah. of pinfalls. Yeah. Yeah, I legitimately thought Marty had it when he uh, two or three times. Yeah, two or three times, especially with that Rainmaker yeah. spot. Like, oh, he's gonna pin Okada with that Rainmaker. Yeah, a yeah. uh, good match. Uh, not the best match. 
That still no, goes to I, Omega it, it just, and uh, Penta El Cerro Miedo. But. Slow to get up and running, but once it was running, it was sprinting. Yeah. Because so, usually in matches like that, like it, you would, it, it would become a little bit more spectacular. But I felt you definitely felt like it was a lot more, a lot under, a lot more underwhelming than you anticipated with that buildup. So I do yeah. have an update on Chris Jericho. Okay, um, he hopped on a private jet. Of course, he did. Um, with was it a Lear jet with, like with, Ric Flair's? I don't know. It might have been, but he had face paint still on. He's taking it off on the plane. <laughs> okay, so that's all I know. And he's eating sushi. Um, it was a post Ooh. posted by Jack Slade. I don't know if that's one of his uh, bandmates or a friend that's of his. But he's, Handler. But he, is it really? <laughs> no, no, no. He's with Chris Jericho apparently on it. He says uh, something happened in Chicago or something. All I know is uh, Chris Jericho and I have to fly to Kansas to play fo- a Fozzie gig. So yeah, it looks like he's a bandmate of his. Um, yeah, so Chris Jericho on his way to Kansas City as we speak. Good luck with that one. So next up. Oh, I guarantee there was probably, a, for opening the show, for the Fozzie show, there was probably a stream of All In for the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, all his fans are wrestling fans. No yeah, doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're viewing it at the stadium. They're like, come on. If you went to the show, let us know. Yeah. Hey, let us know what your experience was at the show. Hit us up at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Next up, we have our main event. And boy, do we have notes on this main event. Oof. No, we don't. We have no notes because we weren't able to watch it, unfortunately. We couldn't fucking watch the fight because the Fight TV app got fucked. You know what? It was their first pay-per-view. I'll let it slide. It's unfortunate. Um, I'll be able to watch it eventually. But we know who won. We know how they won. Do Uh, we? Yeah. We saw the pin. Uh, We got Young Bucks do the Meltzer Driver on uh, Bandito. And then they went. As soon as the pin went... They just did the long shot to the all-in Titan Tron, and then they got the fuck out of there. Thanks for coming, everybody. The produ- Good night. What? Barely. It barely. We be- that was all-in, and it just cuts off. So, yeah. like reading, like reading people's reactions to the match as it went on, as it went on when we couldn't watch it, people mm. were saying like, "This match is going a mile a minute. These guys are going through their spots like this, that, 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 like right immediately. No rest holds. We're just going to cover all the ground that we need to cover." Yeah. Well, and- when the Okada match ended. Corey and I were like, let's go get some coffee. It's 18 minutes left. Yeah, we knew to we had eight to o'clock. record a fabulous yeah. so We're like, we got to go. Show. We got to go. And so, yeah, you got Young Bucks closing the show. And so they had a post match. Uh, so as soon as they went off air, apparently they Kenny Omega made a big speech and he said this is one of the, you know, his, the greatest card that he has ever participated in, which, you know, he, yeah, he's being nice. You yeah. know, and uh, I mean, whatever he could. He, I'm not Kenny Omega. He he could have felt a different way. Well, maybe it's not the biggest as in, you know, event wise, yeah. but as in impact wise. I will just say uh, having that impromptu match was probably the worst decision they could have easily had. Was was yeah, pretty much fit that at in the beginning of the show. Match. At the beginning yeah. of the show, they never that never should have went on. Um, that affected the the way that pay per view flowed greatly. Yeah. Um, they had they just removed MJF and Matt Cross, the the ending like the Bucks and uh, Bucks the Bucks match, and Company yeah. and the Luchas, they could have easily gotten way more out of it, and so it to totally the, it, to me it, it it ruined the show. Yeah, there had to be a conversation at the beginning of the show like, wow, we're we are gonna run short. What are we gonna do? They, we like need they, some fill. So like, do we need fill? Or can we extend the some zero matches? hour only had two matches. So they, they were stretched out, and they were stretched out. They couldn't find mm. time for MJF and Matt Cross. I, you know what? Like, I'm sorry, MJF and Matt Cross. They could, they should have just cut them. Mm-hmm. 
Like they couldn't like fit in the show. Like they had, it just kind of felt like, no, we need to get these guys on the show. We'll have enough time. But no, I, or they should have rushed couldn't. that match. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it, it, it was unfortunate, and due to the fact that we couldn't, us ourselves couldn't watch the match. I'm sure, like in a future show, when we watch over way after the fact, and it couldn't have been that long. Yeah, like it was like what, like eight no, minutes. I did see some gifts online, and yeah. they, they did look pretty cool. Some cool spots. Uh, but so, I mean, what can I say? Um, but this is our experience. We couldn't watch the match because Fight TV was being just, and we're not gonna, un- we're not gonna deprive you guys of a after a CWR after party, right? Yeah, with you uh, as is the, the VIP party. guest. So um, it was that was super unfortunate, and um, but that was all in. Yeah. You know. uh, what did Kenny Omega say in the post show? What um, he just I I about I don't want to paraphrase it because mostly because I'm just not entirely clear what he said, but he did say this was one of the you know greatest cards that he's ever you know put together and had took part in. It's meaningful. It's meaningful, and you know he. No matter there's where definitely he goes. a lot of sentimental value in what in those words. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume Cody probably did a speech. Didn't and, he say something about like no matter where he goes? You know, and then everyone booed him. Yeah, kind of. He kind of alluded. He's he, going to he, WWE confirmed. He kind of just he <laughs> he kind of like he kind of tiptoed around the subject of where he what's his future like. But do you, you think know. this next week on the new news show I'll be like Kenny Omega to WWE this last week at All In? But you really do got to think about that. Do you think it's that whole like that whole All In just mantra? What? That that show is all about. It's them taking a bet on themselves, and then going to WWE. That's a whole another bet on like that's a whole another bet altogether. Yeah, right. Like you don't know what, how they're going to treat you. You don't know how his their the, how they're going to gel within that locker yeah, dynamic or that, the WWE are, machine. Are they taking you so you could be a serious contender, a serious player on the like, show, or are they taking you because they don't want this you gonna, to succeed? Are you going to end up like an Apollo Cruz or Neville, or you, yeah. or are you going to end up like an AJ, AJ Styles, Styles. Mm-hmm. to a lesser extent yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah, you know, like yeah. they they'll only treat you as far as they think you are, but then, like, who knows? Who knows? Like they could give. Kenny Omega, all the money in the world, and then just treat him like dog shit, and he'll probably be okay with it because he got all the money in the world. Because you can't just, you can't like book a person a certain way and give give them X amount of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, they have to, they they invested, they would invest in Kenny Omega or everybody else, mm. and then not book them a certain way, right? Yeah. Right? Well, what's the conversation Triple H has with him? Look, kid, you'll spend a year in TNA. I mean NXT. And you will bring you up to the main roster. And Cody, like it, I forgot to mention this when, like Cody made his, uh, as when he was doing a post match speech, he said they will never be separated. Yeah. So they he is they, they are standing by with that pack. Ooh, is Bullet Club okay? One person said wherever I go, the other one saying and they're staying together. Also, no, uh, no uh, BCOG on the show. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, but but because the- that's because because Tama Tonga was teasing. His uh, iPhone location. It said like Chicago, yeah. and okay. I'm like, we're going. And I'm like, oh, he, he um, but the, tickets. But the whole uh, arena, like the there was a whole backdrop of uh, on the screen of Bullet Club the entire night. There was. So that was kind of cool. I like what it kind of reminded Some real, me. Of, yeah, go ahead. What it reminded me of is when I was telling Michael earlier. It reminded me of uh, NWO sold out. Yeah, remember that? Where it was the NWO pay per view? All totally. Bullet Club members entering the like, arena in dump on dumps <laughs> on dump trucks and motorcycles and. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. And then they they name Miss uh, Bullet Club, and they give her a toilet to sit on because that was the throne. And Jericho versus Masahiro Chono just 
just because. Yeah, exactly right. So that was uh, that was all in, guys. A very, very good template for if they were to do all in two. But granted, the situation of everybody's con- with the contract situation with everybody, we don't. It's it's we're very get, uncertain. We're get, we're it's very uncertain what yeah. all in two would be like, and that's a shame because and I we, feel like all in two would be a very would be a much much better show than what we got today. And Again, we, very good mm-hmm. template, very good concept. Very good for professional wrestling in general. I agree. Um, this was a very yeah. I you, think we're all in agreement that you we, said we, this. This is the like the very concept of the show's existence is very good for the industry as oh, a yeah, whole. Oh yeah, definitely. It's going to be exciting. You, you, six you, months. You said you don't know what talent will be available. You really don't know what talent's going to be available. You don't know who's going to be out of WWE at that the point. landscape mm-hmm. in general. In general, dude. so you might have people from WWE. You might have you know people all in. You might have Ty Dillinger all in next year. Think oh, of that. That'd be great. Uh, I'm booking tickets to Chicago or whatever the fuck they're going. They're coming to San Francisco, think, man. No, they're going to LA next year. They can go I to. They can do. The, they can do Cow Palace. They can do Cow Palace. They can definitely do. If All In goes to Cal, like San Francisco is a that great was one course. of their spots. Yeah, they were looking at. I think well, for, for, for this year, man. But I think that was a rumor because I think realistically, New Japan was looking at Cow Palace, and they wanted to respect New Japan's. Prospect. And and then they just someone was confused and they thought it was Cody. Okay, and, uh, Cow Palace. Okay, so what's since, the name of the new Warrior Stadium? Is that Chase? Chase. Oh Stadium? yeah. Chasing. Oh no, they're going to be WWE exclusive. All those stadiums oh, and arenas bastards. will uh-huh. only do WWE. Like Staples Center will only do WWE. So mm-hmm. like, no ROH, no. New now games. that the two shows that we've been talking about throughout all this whole year, uh, the Cow Palace show and the All In. What do you think was a better show, Cow Palace or All In? I'm going to say the Cow Palace show. Well, that was just because we were there, and, it was and also because it was funded. What by did you a think? Super you saw, you saw yeah. both on TV. Uh, well, it's it's. Tough I got to compare. I got to compare them. Uh, because uh, Okay, I'm going just as, let's say, a mark. The New Japan show came off better. Yeah. And it was a cooler thing. Well, but that's because New Japan is... There was more company. Yeah, no, I kind of redact that question because let's try to... like. Nope, you said it. No, yeah, no but then let's, let's think about All In in general. Like, this started off a of fucking is, Dave Meltzer tweet. Yeah. And I did think All In was a lot more fun, though. Yeah. In a sense where I think New Japan was good, better... Like in a sense of wrestling skill, storyline telling, yeah, yeah. all that, production quality, everything. But I did think the parts that were a lot more fun, i.e. the Cracker Barrel, i.e. the Penis Monks, I, yeah, you know, yeah. um, you know, Flip getting booked, you know, it, it, it was, it was really this, fun. And, and you know what also adds a, a good aura to this event is that you know it's the first one and you're like, what's going to happen? Something's going to happen. It's Somebody's like going to mess up. Somebody's going to drop a microphone. The first, the first WrestleMania. One. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. People it, drop microphones. Yeah. yeah. And so that's All why that's why I it's hard for me to judge this on a bubble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally. This could be the beginning of a very, very big thing or this could be just uh, the, one just and done. A, a one and done. But considering the fact that they sold out that show immediately, mm-hmm. and I was hoping, like I, I have to admit, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm not. I wouldn't. I would be lying if I say I wasn't a little. If I wasn't a little disappointed by the atmosphere, like you saw the front row crowd. Yeah. You saw those. Like they just looked like they. That was disappointing. It did. I was super disappointed by like just the crowd in yeah. general. Like yeah. it just didn't seem like loud. Maybe because it was poor audio on their part. Because there were de- there were points where it was very loud, and I feel yeah. like it could be louder. Yeah. It could be some audio gaffes at that. The, the only thing about there. this show is the h- historical significance of this yeah. being the first show to sell out an arena like that in over what, like twenty years. Yeah, or no? with zero WWE 
backing backing at all at is all. is really saying something, and I really think it's sparking something new for the independent scene. And I think yeah. people are going to be taking a lot more risks, especially promoters yeah. in the independent scene, booking bigger venues, bigger shows, and I'm, so will Vince. And just also just mm-hmm. the, it gives competition to WWE. The 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 potential like melting pot of all these promotions together like mm-hmm. in general like look how many promotions was involved in this all in show yeah. wait do you think there's a higher power of all in what do you mean i think it's melter sure why not <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah all me. just uh, you know yeah. that's it it was a fascinating show you know, I wouldn't say it's show of the year material. We're not going to get any five stars no. out of these no. matches, but that's that's neither here nor there. The be, the selling that's point was the, the point. atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, the selling point was the atmosphere that was. That's what I wanted out of it, and mm-hmm. so I just thought it, it. I was a little bit disappointed by yeah. just the fact that it wasn't hot enough. Yeah. Like it wasn't. I, there I think, was, and I think go our, back and watch WrestleMania one. Our anticipation, <laughs> our anticipation. We really all in was seriously built up as like. The most anticipated wrestling show in how and God knows how long. And I thought they were going, they were going to go all out. I think since re- last WrestleMania, that's the last time we've anticipated a show yeah. like this. Yeah, and I um, just felt they, there were just parts of it where the, it kind of felt like the way these were these matches were structured felt a little bit more on the safe side. I mean, cons- I mean, I'm not yeah, saying these yeah. guys should whip out power drivers to tables and yeah. do everything and kill each other at this point, but. You kind of it, it. It was a little bit of a just a lull. We mm. had we got bored. Mm. Let's we're not. We got to admit we got at bored times, yeah. Yeah. at times. And yeah. I would you know it was a solid seven out of ten show in my opinion. I would yeah, agree. I'm with you. Yeah, I would say a solid. And, uh, and the bulk of that seven, seven is because of the concept in general. Like <laughs> you, these guys, you got you got this. You got you got the 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 skeletal structure of the entire thing of how to run an event like that. Fuck fight TV. <laughs> um, for just you know your buffering issues. Well, we don't know. It could be on our end. It could be on Fight TV's end. It we could I be still the internet provider because I still saw because I still like was reading like message board reactions. Apparently, I didn't. A lot see. of people were getting no, oh, no. Okay. Like so, it was only just us. But that. Well, men. sorry guys, my internet was kicking out. Yeah, no, yeah. it's okay. The people at the bar downstairs oh, are like, <laughs> yeah, everyone listening to the show is like, we had the main event. It was great. Yeah, what are you so talking? We didn't about? get to watch the main. Event. I'll we'll definitely just chime in on that a little bit more in the yeah. future show. Maybe if I just have like, no, yeah, no, that match was really good. In fact, it made all in. Made, no, made that show we, really great. We won't talk about. It. We're just going to enjoy it, and then that's just wrestling. We're just going to enjoy something for once and not talk about it. You I know guess. what I'm going to enjoy? What's that? Is the fallout from on all post all in. I mean, just like how the industry is just taking this, mm. or just like WWE, yeah, in general, yeah, yeah, that how, the whole industry. Then how and we'll see how, how WWE, WWE books their shows now. Not only that, but who stays and who goes, because you know they held off on their spring cleaning a little bit later than they usually do. Yeah, they didn't. Le- they didn't let a lot WWE of doesn't go. really fire anybody anymore. That's not true. Like yearly, they let they, they let a lot of people, people go every they year. Yeah. I mean, like, but it was, but it's not in this. It's not a spring cleaning. It's really just one person at a time. It's kind of like a case by case basis now. Uh, like they release Emma, they release so. just two people, and then, but then, really, bulk of the cuts are just from like NXT tryout people. Yeah, mm, yeah. So good show, good, good show. show, good show, good show. Good show. It was uh, okay. Okay, better than a Raw and a SmackDown. Oh, on definitely. A regular day. Not as good as a TakeOver. No, that's a weekly show. This is just an all-in show with months and months of Better than a WWE yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, better than a regular pay-per-view. A regular yeah. WWE I, I mean, I kind of put... I, I would say better be- than SummerSlam. Compared to SummerSlam, what did you enjoy oh, more? Uh, I enjoyed this I, I kind of liked SummerSlam, dude. 
I kind of like SummerSlam too, but I think I. But we also it. have the SummerSlam so established that we have the nostalgia of SummerSlam, growing up yeah. with it, watching. This is SummerSlam. This is the biggest even party. Even in the bubble, even in the bubble. No, I know, but okay. even down under, down under, uh, deep down inside of us, we I don't know, we still have that. This is probably going to be better than the down under show, and it's leaps and bounds ahead of the Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, no, definitely. So I would say right under takeover above WWE pay per views. Yeah. Um, Definitely not as good as well. Hell in a Cell probably not, because that's one of their soon-to-be-established pay-per-views. No, I, mean? I don't think Hell in a Cell is going to be that great. No, no, I don't see much coming from it. <sighs> but All again, right. like it's it's not so much the show itself; it's the, the, the it's mm-hmm. impact ha- on yeah, the industry on the industry. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely. an ad, like this is nothing. But I as as a negative as I you know come off of the show in general. I think of like this this entire you're a purist. This, this, yeah, yeah, no, this entire thing, this entire like pay per view event, is I can't help but think this is anything but a positive. Yeah, no, it turned a one way street into a fork in the road. Like freaking Marco Stunt got like a spot, like he got like a bullet Sign point. Him. He got a ah. bullet point in like he he even made a mark in in like in this show. To mostly do the fact that like he, he did something in Joey Janela's and then mm. he and then he got signed all in. They like giving platforms I to people like Marco WWE. Stunts, yeah. where they have they no matter who they have, no matter like who you are, as long as you carve a niche and you pop a reaction, you will get a spot, a memorable spot in a show like this. And you know the yeah. more platforms that prov- the more platforms wrestling companies can provide that the, the better the industry for the industry yeah they let them grow uh, build themselves up and whoever build themselves up in a good way not being forced to build being built up like Carmella as a champion or um, you know Brock Lesnar as a champion for so long yeah. or Roman Reigns to be more sp- uh, specific right. around the room all into main event go Jose oh no please come back to me no, come on. I feel like just... just All just, in two main events. Uh, 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 Cody Omega 2. Three or three. four. Three. Three. It's four. three. Four. Four? Uh, ROH. Omega. Okay, no. One, okay, ROH. New Japan. New Japan. They no. had two in New Japan, right? It's, no, they had one in New Japan, and they had one in ROH. So this is three. Okay. Yeah. Um, me? For the NWA title. I'm going to say... Ooh, title versus title. Flip Gordon and Cole Cabana. Because none of the elite are... They're all going to... Okay, you know what? Okay, I'll take that back. Kenny Omega versus... Both the young boys. No, 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 no. Kenny Omega versus uh, Flip Gordon. Um, I'm going (laughs) to... I'm gonna say that's such a lackluster <laughs> main event. That's such a terrible. I'm gonna a- I'm meet you both, both both way. I'm gonna say Flip Gordon versus Cody Rhodes for the I, or IWGP Heavyweight. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for the NWA Championship. Ooh, ooh, Cody Rhodes, Cody versus one Randall Keith Orton. Ooh, <laughs> RKO a, out of this nowhere. This is WWE lifer. Come on now. All right, before we get out of here, guys, we do have some of uh, some of our fans, uh, some of our friends uh, from. Other shows, other places. I had some comments about the show. Cindy G from NoDQ.com said, All In was a solid A. Um, a friend of the show, Noah. Noah W. said, uh, he honestly thinks this has changed wrestling all in all. And it may or may not. We're at the crossroad. And, uh, yeah, crossroads. And Gabriel from Pacific Northwest Chapter said, What the fuck in the ever-loving fuck is Ray wearing? What the fucking bootleg swap meet tent did he go to? <laughs> Those shoulder pads were bad. And that's why he's in the bunker. 
<laughs> you stay down there, Gabriel. All right, let's get out of here, guys. It's running late. I need to edit this show. I need to eat something. And hangover time. Hangover. Thank God it's a three-day weekend. For City Wrestling Radio, for All In, for the hang- hangover, for the after party, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. I'm Jose Osegueda. And I guess we're we're all out, guys. At the party, woo! And me and Jose will see you later this week for the Raw Show. Raw Show, woo! Smack it, yeah! Yeah, we're going to be so great. It's going to be so much fun watching Raw after this. Dude, you never know. They might pull out uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. <laughs> Look who we just signed, you guys. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye-bye. You know what you should...